All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, Antelope. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day, and I am feeling, wow, just so much better. What a difference a week makes. Unbelievable. Here's a fun fact. Uh, I'm going to turn my Facebook notifications down real quick, because I do have Facebook tabs open, but here's a fun fact. I am shooting this vlog on a Monday. I don't know why I wanted to tell you that. You're not going to notice any difference. You're going to still be watching it on Thursday, or Friday, or Saturday, or Sunday. But yeah, just because this week is really, really wonky. I'm shooting this on a shooting this on a Monday night just so and the only reason I'm saying that is because if any news or something happens like between Monday and Thursday and people are wondering why why didn't I talk about it why isn't it in the vlog ah it's cuz I don't know about it yet it's still Monday when I'm sitting here shooting this so if something happens on Tuesday I'm like oh that probably would have been good for the vlog I probably could have talked about that a little bit can't can't. Vlog's already shot. No big deal. Uh, it's going up on Thursday. But let me get out my vlog notes. They're actually already out. In fact, generally, they're already out. I just like to say, let me get out my vlog notes. So uh, first thing, I have an app that I never talk about, but I do, I do have an app. And right now, it's only on iOS. But if you go to the iOS app store and you search Grim Green, all one word, two M's in Grim, you get my little app. And it's just a really good way to watch YouTube videos. Honestly, truly and honestly, it's, uh, I've been working with the guy on my app trying to get my, trying to get my freaking, uh, thumbnail updated for it because the little app icon picture is really bad and small and I didn't know what I was doing when I made it and I thought it was the right sizes and everything but you kind of just launch the app and it shows you like my top uploads my newest uploads along the top so you can I'm getting texted nope I went back see it shows the Guardian and now it shows the Manhattan and the Guardian and then my vlog and you can scroll down and look through all the uploads that I have and it, it's pretty cool it's it's kind of a cool little app and uh, it's neat it's just a, a really easy way it's much better than the YouTube mobile app to see just my videos just my newest uploads and you can set it so that it will you know notify you it's like oh grim green has a new video and it'll notify you so yeah it's free go to the app store go download it if you want or not i don't care i don't make any money off of it it's just a thing that's there that i thought would make uh, would make life a little bit easier so what i've been vaping this week i've been vaping uh kind of the same stuff that i've always vaping who's surprised who's surprised that i've been vaping the noisy cricket with the Jabo Indestructible, with a DHD drip tip on top, and uh, Yig Juice, the Grim Cult Yig Juice. Who's who's surprised by this setup? It's just one of my favorites. I effing love the Noisy Cricket, and when I get eventually to be doing the review of this, that's I'm just that's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna be like, ah, I love this thing. Go buy it. It's like 25 bucks. It's a little series box, hybrid top cap, little button here. I just like it. It's it's nothing new. It's something I've been vaping since the day I got it. And uh, hopefully I'll just do a review soon. I'll just knock it out and so everybody can just go buy one. Love series boxes. Single coil on a series box. Boom. I'm a fan. But that, uh, that has been really, really good. Another thing I've been vaping is... Uh, Tube mech. I love tube mechs. And this is the Rig V2 with the Roughneck version 2. And the juice is Fizz Fressa. <laughs> uh, these guys were at VPX New Orleans. And uh, they had some soda. I think it's being done by uh, 
who who makes the Aeolus Synthetic Cloud? I think it's I think the Synthetic Cloud guys are making this juice. It's pretty good. It's not. It's a little bit weird. This one tastes a little bit like cough syrup. Uh, this is one of those cases of at the event it tasted really really good, and then I got home and I wasn't super pumped on it. But uh, this is my special edition Satan Subohms Rig V2. He only made a couple of these, and it was it was basically an inside joke. And he's like Rick from Rigmod. He's like, oh, I don't care. I'm making them. I'm gonna make a bunch of them. He made four, uh, and I got one of them. It just says Satan Subohms, and it's no big deal. I don't worship Satan, but uh, it's just it was kind of like a funny inside joke. Roughneck uh, version two. This is one of those uh, parallel eight wrap, twenty four gauge dealies that I find work really gel- really well on single tube mech mods. Just nice. That's a really nice vape. That juice is actually pretty good. It's not as cough syrupy as I remember it. Another thing I've been rocking a lot of, um, this is just a great setup in my opinion, Vapor Flask, SX Vapor Flask. This is the Dot Mod Petrie version 1.5 with the original airflow, not the cloud cap airflow. It's black with, again, another DHD cap on there. Uh, 100 watts, 0.13 ohms, 100 watts. This is just a really nice vape. It's not it's not too warm, but it's a little bit warm, and I've just been loving this flask. I, it just fits so well in my hand. Quick correction from last week or two weeks ago, these do line up on the bottom. If you put them on correctly, your battery caps line up. I was complaining that they don't line up, but they do, in fact, line up if you're not an idiot. Nice, really nice vape, just really nice flavor. Um, those batteries are dying. The juice is Ronin, Emperor's Crunch. I'm a big fan of Ronin, and I'm a big fan of their juices as well. So the last thing is this Crazy 8 box. Now, I wasn't going to, I was going to put this in the first impressions, and I just kind of pulled it out right now, but they don't have a website, so I'm going to link in the description to their Instagram page, but they had contacted me about sending me a custom box that they made, and I was like, dude, yeah, that's, I mean, thank you, that's, awesome uh, custom boxes rad so they engraved the grim army logo on there and it's like a an anodized uh painted why am i have so much burping going on i haven't even had beer yet it's like an anodized painted uh finish it's like green and glittery it's got the squishy switch which i don't love i don't love the switch at all it gets the job done but i don't like the squishy switch another thing that they did on here is they have a protruding 510 on top let me get that juice off there. Sorry, the 510 connection on top is outside of the mod. If you remember, like my review for the Titan or anything like that, their 510 connection was recessed into the mod, and this one happens to be sticking out. It is black. Sorry, I'm putting some padding under my microphone so you don't hear every tiny little bump. Uh, I pref- much preferred if it was recessed, but that's no big deal. It, it sticks out, and that's fine. At least it's centered on the mod. It's a Hammond box, so it's got that. It's got that Hammond lean. When you set it down, your atomizer is leaning. It's the Hammond lean. It's a thing when you make Hammond boxes. Uh, the door has a lot of play, up and down, side to side, left to right, like a Hammond box. Magnets are decently strong. They snap on pretty well and comes off pretty easily. This is a series box. It's got a 3D printed sled on the inside and it has a voltmeter on the side. Uh, that's not going to show up that you can turn on or turn off or turn the whole mod off. Yes, you flip that switch, the whole mod turns off, 
which is great with an unregulated device. A lot of these unregulated boxes, including the Titan that I just is tried and true and I love it to death, doesn't have an off switch. Uh, the Tug Life box that I really, really like, no off switch. The Hex Ohm, no off switch, but this one, this one has an off switch. You can flip it up and see your display or you can just turn it to the middle one and it's on without a display. I usually leave the display off. It's a series box. This is the Solstice RDA, which God damn it, there will be a review coming for it very, very soon. I am so backed up. It's just ridiculous. I have not been accepting any new hardware. I'm just trying to get through the things I have. And this Solstice, I've had it since ECC and have not done a review for it. I might do the Solstice next week. I'm not really sure what's going to happen there. But uh, this is Striker juice. So this is another juice I got at ECC. It's a chocolate mint juice. This is a series box with my series build on it. It's like, it's 26 gauge Canthal with... Uh, it's 10 wraps, I think? 26 gauge Canthal? Not even sure. But it is a really good vape. Dot mod uh, drip tip on the top there. And the last thing I've been vaping this week is the uh, H Cigar VT200, which. Again, I'll have a review for very, very soon. Hopefully soon. Maybe next week. Hopefully next week for this. Maybe this and the Solstice will be next week. Phenotype LRDA. Titanium build. Last week, yes, I said I wanted to revisit the wonders of titanium. And this is it. This has done it. I did a 9-wrap, 26-gauge, spaced dual coil on here. Uh, I've just been rocking it on the Phenotype because it's good for those wide spaced out builds. One airflow slot open. I have Poor House Butter Bean Juice. Uh, I first tasted this juice at the SoCal Vape Expo. Chelsea from Society of Vape. Shout out, shout out to Chelsea. I love you, Chelsea. I miss you like crazy. She's like, dude, have you tried Butterbean? And I was like, dude, no. She's like, here. And I tried it and I was like, dude, that's really good. So she got me a bottle. And uh, that bottle's long gone, obviously. But uh, poor house. Uh, every time I see them, they're like, hey, do you need juice? And I'm like, nah, I don't need juice. But then occasionally I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll have a bottle of Butterbean because uh, it's one of my favorites that they do. Really, really good vape on this titanium. I'm surprised. Took me a little bit to get the hot spots uh, worked out. I find if I do a lower temperature, so I have this set right now on the DNA 200 to 450 degrees. Let's maybe turn it up to 470. How about that? 470 degrees, 75 watts. It's a 0.22 ohm build, which is good for temperature control. I like higher ohm builds and temperature control. So I have the set to 75 watts, 470 degrees, and right now it's been, it's it's good. It's really, really good. Like I said, it took me a while to work out the hot spots. And how I work out the hot spots is I build my coils on there, get them all on there, get it all wicked, get it all juiced before I ever press the button. I never dry fire titanium, just never dry fire titanium. And I will blow on it while I press the button. Uh, if it's not locked. One, two, three, four, five. Now it's unlocked. And if you see any red or any glowing in there, bad. Very, very bad. I take my ceramic tweezers and I take a flathead screwdriver and I take my regular tweezers and I kind of go, uh, 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 space them out, uh, 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 
just space them out a little bit you can get spaced out a little bit you can get spaced out a little bit do it again yep I've got one, I've got another hotspot in there this has taken me literally forever to get these hotspot worked out uh, sometimes what I can do to get a hotspot out is just press the coil down just a little bit I don't like them when they're at an angle I like them when they're flat so if there's equal distance across and there's equal distance up and down that fucking leg is still hot spotting on me nope that one leg you can see it did you see that hot spot in there I cannot get rid of that and it only happens I bet it's because I turned the temperature up. One, two, three, four, five. Let's turn the temperature back down. I apologize. I didn't intend for this what I've been vaping section to go so long, but I'm going to turn it down to 440 degrees. Five. Still hot spotting on me. This one's perfectly good. Not burning any cotton. I wonder if it's because the cotton isn't in there quite tight enough. Okay, now it's not hot spotting. What's great about titanium and temperature control is this is dry cotton, and I can hold the button down. It's just, that's dry cotton. Can't see it. It's just dry cotton. No hot spots. Interesting. Interesting. And originally why I thought I was getting those hot spots was because I, re uh, I locked in the ohms when it was a little bit too warm. And I realized that as it was happening. So I took my whole mod, atomizer included, and I threw it in the refrigerator to bring down the temperature. And then I pulled it out and let it get to room temperature. Then I rechecked the ohms and relocked them in at 0.22. It was like 0.28 before. So I was like, oh, well, that'll definitely fix my hotspot because it thought the resistance was higher than it was, blah, 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 blah. I was still getting that hotspot. I think it's worked out now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good vape. Uh, I am going to fiddle more with titanium because as it stands, titanium is the best temperature control experience I've had, especially, especially on a dripper. So moving forward from that, I do apologize if there's any background noise in this video. There's been this weird, like fuzzy sound happening in the background of videos now, which is driving me insane. And uh, I'm getting a new microphone. A guy uh, sent me an email and I apologize. I can't remember your name. He taught me a trick to use my Yeti blue microphone with a DSLR camera. Uh, I don't have a long enough USB cord for that right now, but I went and bought a new microphone. Look at this fanciness. It's gold. This is a freaking cool-ass golden microphone, right? Comes with a new pop filter, I, or it comes with a new wind filter. I bought this microphone and realized that it doesn't run on batteries. It needs a phantom power source. So I'm like, bah, great. So this arrived, and it's useless to me right now. But I went online. I bought a phantom power source for it. I bought a new pop filter and a new stand for it as well. So hopefully in the very near future, we can be rocking this smaller bulbousy microphone instead of this shotgun mic coming at my mouth so yeah that's that's what the future holds for grim green industries now looking at my vlog notes uh what I want to link what I want to talk about right now the Canadian rally that I talked about last week it happened uh 
ton of people showed up. I'm going to link in the description to a fairly good news article. Globalnews.ca did a little piece on it. There's some protesters there. You can see how many people showed up. There's some protesters there who talked to the news, who gave some very good information. I don't, I don't think the news like split this up and like uh, you know twisted their words around or anything like that. So huge shout out to the Canadian Vapors. As far as I know, the protest was a huge success but not a success in that it really affected the bill in any way. The bill is still scheduled to go through January 2016. I would say for the Canadians, the fight isn't over yet. That was a huge, huge showing there in Toronto. And huge shout out to all the Canadian vapors. Uh, you guys are awesome. That is cool. Uh, this needs to happen in the United States in 2016. Only I don't want to be the one to organize it. We need to march into Washington, D.C. as vapors with picket signs exactly like they did. I just... I don't want to have to be the one that organizes that. I hope someone organizes that. If not, I could probably help out organizing it, uh, even though I don't really want to. So there's a couple things I wanted to talk about before we get to beer. This video, this one's going to be a long one. Uh, there was the Canadian thing. We just talked about that. Now, CASA has a call to action right now uh, for Pennsylvania call to action. Oppose the governor's unjustifiable 40% wholesale tax on vapor products and smokeless tobacco products. Bad ideas never seem to go away, especially when legislators are rather desperately trying to balance the state budgets. And this is exactly what's happening in Pennsylvania right now. A tax on vape vapor products that the lawmakers uh, naively expect to raise $20 million is being seriously considered once again as budget talks drag into extra overtime. Please take action now to demand that Pennsylvania lawmakers reject any proposal to unfairly tax vapor products. They have email. You can send an email. They have a pre-fill out thing. You put in your story. You send an email. They also have make a call. They have uh, the majority leader Dave Reed's phone number and the floor leader Jake Corman's phone number on here. And they even give you talking points. So any, any of you in Pennsylvania, we were just at VCCPA and there was hundreds of people there. I'm expecting hundreds of people to do this. 40% 40% wholesale tax, 40% wholesale tax, that is, uh, wow, that is that is ridiculous. So thank you, Kasaf, for bringing that to our attention. I'll have a link in the description to where you can check it out if you are interested. Additionally, moving forward in the vlog, I have one thing that I wanted to talk about uh, that is uh, a Facebook message I got from a guy named Jack. And this is kind of long, and he gave me some pictures that I'm not, I don't, eh, maybe not feel comfortable sharing, but Jack sent me this on Facebook. And this kind of goes along with advocacy, with everything we've been seeing in Canada, with everybody, everything that's going on with the FDA, what's ha with what's happening right now in Pennsylvania. So Jack writes to me and says, Grim, I think you will... Okay, let me start over because I can't read to save my life. I think this is a story you will, I don't want to say like, but understand. If you want to share my mom and I's story, feel free. My vaping story... I started smoking on Valentine's Day 1991, and I was 15 years old. By the time I was 25 years old, I had already started using chewing tobacco, one and a half packs per day, and one can of chew. By the time I was 30, I had tried to quit numerous times, patches, nicotine gums, cold turkey, but nothing worked. I just accepted that tobacco was stronger than I was and that I was eventually going to die from cancer. That is a very sad thing to just accept. 
I was a married father of four young daughters and discovered that my addiction to tobacco was stronger than my love for my family. In March of 2013, I started to lose weight. I told myself, awesome, the baby fat's finally coming off at 36 years old. But over the next two months, I lost nearly 80 pounds without dieting, working out, or any medication. I had cancer, or at least that's what I thought. Turns out I was just extremely diabetic, but cancer was the only explanation I could come up with. Tobacco had finally won and had gotten what it wanted, and I was scared to death. I felt great, but I knew that this was it. Time's up, strike three. So I made a doctor's appointment. In the meantime, I thought, I better do something right now. I threw away my cigarettes and chew. I had saw... I had seen two of my regular customers using e-cigs and I had never seen them before. I called them uh, I called them and they told me their story of why they switched. The husband had been diagnosed with cancer and he made a full recovery but they made the switch anyway. Uh, they gifted me my first setup that night. It was an Eagle Pen with a Smoke Tech Cardo system. They explained to me there's only two things you're addicted to with smoking. The nicotine and the habits. Yes, that's why vaping works. I need I just needed to make my brain aware that I still had both of these things. That was the day of my last cigarette, May 13th, 2013. That was the day I won the battle with Big Tobacco. Now I want to introduce you to my mom. At this very moment, it's now 11 a.m. I am in Albany with her at the doctor's appointment. They have found a nodule in her young in her lungs. She's a 51-year smoker. This woman worked her ass off to support my brother and I all by herself. I have tried and tried to get her to switch, but to no avail. The power of big the power big tobacco has over her and millions of others is unreal. Even facing chemo and even worse, death, she still smokes. The doctors confirmed it was cancer. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why what we do is so important. This is why we need to stay active in the fight to save vaping. Do your part, write letters, send emails, make phone calls, spread the vaping gospel. Do it for people like my mom. Do it for yourself. Do it for your children. Whoever you do it for, just do it. Thank you all for reading. Uh, This was actually very hard for me to write as I sit here in the doctor's office with my mom. To all of my vape fam, I wish you all peace, love, and health. Absolutely, absolutely, I could not have said it better myself. Jack, I'm terribly sorry, terribly sorry to hear about your mom. Hopefully, they can move forward from there. It's not a a death sentence, and uh, hopefully we can get her into vaping. But yes, this is one of the reasons why activists are so active. It's not to keep vapor companies in business. It's not so I'm like some greedy fucking vape shop owner and I want all your money. That's not why we're trying to keep vaping safe, accessible, and legal. It's for people like this 61-year-old mom so she can have access to vapor products. It's not so, like, there's people all the time in my YouTube comments that are like, I'm just going to DIY my own juice, I'll be fine. Like, hey, that's cool for you. What about the 60-year-old one mother who just got diagnosed with lung cancer who has to quit smoking? How does she start vaping? Are you going to give her your DIY juice for free? How does she contact you? How's she going to get mods? How's she going to get atomizers? How's she going to get juice? 
This is why we do it. This is, this is exactly, exactly why exactly why we do it. So thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack, for sending that my way. And we've already covered a lot. Oh, this vlog, this vlog is just going to be so long. Now, do I have anything else in my uh, updates? Nope, 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 nope. So, okay, here we go. I'm thirsty. What we're going to do right now is go to the beer section. It got to be just too dang hot in this room wearing that thermal. I'm trying to play it off. Thermal? That flannel. I'm trying to play it off like, yeah, it's cool. I'm wearing a flannel in this video. Nope. Took it off. Currently rocking my... Uh, my buddy Jeff's Ron Swanson black metal t-shirt. It's one of my favorite t-shirts of all time, but it's not about that. What it's about right now is some beer. So we're going to drink some beer. Before we get to the beer, I do want to give a shout out to a guy named Carson. He uh, emailed me and said, hey, I have a gift for you. I would like you to have it. And this happens from time to time. And I'm always a little bit like, Duh, what is it? Like, uh, can you give me a hint? I don't like to generally give my address out to just... Strangers, I guess. I don't know. It's not that I'm a very distrusting person. I'm just, you know, I guard myself a little bit, you know. And he said, no, you can you can trust me. I just want to send you this thing. It's really, really cool. He works for Bayou Vapor, and he, he sent me this bottle opener, which is green and styly and... Uh, it just looks it just looks so super cool. So thank you, Carson, for that. I'm gonna be using it to open tonight's beer. Tonight's beer is a special release from Modern Times. They're based out of Point Loma, San Diego, California. This is called Monsters Park. It is their Imperial Stout. The only way they describe it is hulking and cantankerous, <laughs> which thankfully I do know what that means. But let me pull up their website here. They go on to describe it on their website, which I'll link to in the description. Monsters Park Imperial Stout, 12% alcohol. Yay! <laughs> Monsters Park is a hulking, cantankerous imperial stout, a brawny malt bill, and a dry lingering finish. Its massive roast profile blends with an eye-popping coffee, chocolate, and toast character, which combine to provide a monumentally robust and aggressive experience. Monsters Park has an incredible chocolate and roast nose that is surprisingly balanced for the higher alcohol content. The flavor is complex with chocolate, roastiness, dark fruits, coffee, and others more that linger as you sip. Looking over to the Beer Advocate site, this is rated as an 89% which is pretty great. Uh, top reviewer says, pours an opaque black, super foamy, dark khaki head that settles into wisps of film on top of the beer. Small dots of lace slowly drip into the remaining beer on the drink down. Smell is of dark roasted malt, cocoa, dark fruits, and char aromas. Taste is much the same with cocoa fudge, cookie dough, dark fruit, and other flavors on the finish. There's a mild amount of roasty bitterness on the palate with each sip. This beer has a lower level of carbonation or effervescence with a slightly crisp and medium-bodied mouthfeel. Overall, it is a pretty good beer with a nice mix of dark fruit and cocoa qualities all around. I uh, I like Modern Times. I like that they're a local brewery. I like that they're nice people. I have met the Modern Times people at uh, the farmer's market down here. Just good, just good people. Uh, I am a fanboy, and this is... Uh, this is my favorite Modern Times style tulip glass. Once again, no keyboard to pour it over, but we're going to try to pour it in here. Uh, no head. I'm going to have to create a head on here if I want to drink through it like a man, Ruby Roo. Aggressive pour, still no head. 
very, very low level of carbonation. Uh, this is black. It is black as a graveyard on a moonless night. It is black. That is dark. That is, that is a very, very very dark beer. This beer wasn't uh, very expensive. Nope, there's no price tag on it. If I remember, it was like 13 bucks, I think, for the big uh, for the big guy, for the big 20-ounce bottle here, 22-ounce bottle. It's got the description on the back, roasted barley, dried chocolates, uh, two-row oat malt. Okay, you'll know this if you're a beer brewer, or if you're not, Ruby Roo will know this. Two-row oat malt, roasted barley, Dark Chocolate Midnight Wheat Crystal 120 Black Barley. Those are the malts that they used. Uh, yeah, cool. Cool. Ah, yeah, cool. Okay, let's drink this. Let's, uh, let's get into this. Cheers. Happy December, everybody. Yeah, uh, no carbonation at all. Very, very sweet upfront dark chocolate flavor, uh, a, a very strong sort of uh, jowl-inducing coffee flavor on the finish. It has a very, very lingering finish. It's not a clean beer at all. It's got a heavy, heavy body. Uh, it feels very, very syrupy in the mouth. Wow. Ugh. Intense. That is... That is definitely, definitely an imperial stout. That's it. That is one of the most intense imperial stouts. Uh, this makes uh, this makes Guinness taste like Miller High Life. Wow, strong! Wow, strong! Wow, wow, strong! Uh, I need to get some of this for a trip to Las Vegas. Ruby Roo, get excited! Uh, I don't know what juice I have would pair with this. Let me go. Let me use my go-to. Let me use Yig real fast. Um, I just want to try this. I just want to try this with some Yig. Mm, not bad. Not amazing. Not amazing. Not amazing. The Yig uh, kind of brings out the bitterness in there. I bet this uh, Strider. Is it called Strider? Striker? Striker juice? Strider juice? I don't know. I'll, I'll put a link in the description if you're so interested, as well as to the Yig juice. It's like my favorite, uh, my favorite go-to beer juice. I have a feeling this is going to be good. This is like uh, a mint hot chocolate flavor. Um, I have a feeling this is, this is going to pair really well. Solstice RDA on the Crazy Eights uh, box mod. Yeah, yeah, oh that is a good pairing. That is a really good pairing. Now, I have to find out the real juice this is. Got a big old 120 of it. Great labels on here, by the way. Striker on the money. Three milligram premium vape juice, 120 mils. Uh, no idea how much this juice costs. It could be like a buck a mil juice for all I know. But this pairing right now, Modern Times Monster Park Imperial Stout with this Striker on the money juice. Wow. Wow, it is a good pairing. Dig. Oh, I dig that. I dig that hard. That is a great pairing. That's like the pairing of the fucking year. That is so good. 
So yeah, Modern Times, it is what it is. I'll post a link in the description to both the Beer Advocate site and the Modern Times website where you can check it out if you're interested. Uh, additionally, big, big shout out again to you, uh, Carson, for this, for this fancy dancy little, uh, little bottle opener. I like it. It's actually ergonomic. It's ribbed. It's very, very sexy. I feel like this could be a sex toy. I don't know why I said that. Too much information. So now that that visual is in your head, let's get past the beer section. Let's move on to some quick shout outs. Shout out mm. Holy crap. I cannot get over how good that pairing is. That is just delicious. That is just delicious. So moving forward into shout outs, I do have some shout outs all lined up and ready to go. The first shout out that I wanted to do uh, was back in November. Um, I met this gentleman at Vape Bash that was in Chicago uh, this year, 2015. He writes him and says, hey Nick, it's Curtis. I met you at Vape Bash with my girlfriend Ashley. I was hoping you could give us a shout out. We've been together for over a year. I started on a stick battery and worked my way up to a Segeli 150 watt. I also have some photo edits of the pictures uh, if you're interested, vape on. Absolutely. Curtis and your girlfriend, Ashley, you are both shouted out. I do remember meeting Curtis. He came out with us to the fire pit. We had a big fire pit at the last vape bash. In fact, I wouldn't be against them having it in the same location. It felt a little flea markety, but the venue itself was very, very cool. The hotel was very, very cool. And they had a big fire pit outside and they let us stay out there till all hours of the fucking morning. Huge fire pit. When I mean big fire pit, I mean it wouldn't fit in my office big. It was just a huge fire pit, and we were all drinking and having a good old time out there. But yeah, absolutely. Curtis, Ashley, consider yourselves both shouted out. Uh, I got another one here from Jordan. Now, Jordan writes to me and says, Hey, Nick, I was wondering if you could do a shout-out for my friends Josh, Nat, and Nick from my local vape shops in Blackpool, England. They have taught me so much about vaping, uh, from the health benefits of vaping to building an RDA, and they watch your videos all the time. So I thought a shout out from you would make their day. Thanks, Jordan. Hashtag Grim Army. Absolutely, Jordan. You are shouted out. Josh, Nat, and Nick from your local shop in Blackpool. And he didn't give me the name. It just said one of my local shops here in Blackpool. Uh, that's it. <laughs> he didn't give me the name of the shop. So Nat... Josh and Nick, uh, I hope you know what shop you work at because you just got shouted out. One thing that I do love is uh, when people use my hashtags. Thank you. Just thank you. It is awesome. I love going on Instagram. Hashtag Grim Army. Hashtag Toot Life. I've got a whole bunch of just silly, silly hashtag. Hashtags Yawk Life. It's just really, really cool to go on there and see people using the hashtag. It kind of makes it feel a little bit more like a like a really big community. And so keep on. Keep on using the hashtags. Hashtag Grim Army. Hashtag Toot Life. Hashtag Yawk Life. Hashtag PIYB. Hashtag Clouds Bro Clouds. Hashtag Tar Free. Hashtag vape life. Hashtag so cheeksy. Hashtag not blowing smoke. Hashtag vaping saved my life. Hashtag fuck drama. Dude, so many hashtags. So one thing that I do have again here is a birthday shout out. My name is Oscar. He writes to me and says, hey Nick, my name is Oscar. I know this email is a little late, but... Uh, can you shout out my best friend Marcus, who also does reviews here in Sweden? He brought me, a, he bought me an awesome box, uh... 
for my birthday and I recently lost my job so I don't know if I can afford any awesome gifts for him. <laughs> he usually looks at your vlogs when we hang out. Thank you for looking at my vlogs. Thank you for looking at my vlogs, Marcus. Uh, so maybe a shout out from you will make him happy. His birthday is December 8th. Sorry for my bad English. I hope you can read what is written. Here's the thing. If you're from another country, if you're from Portugal or Uzbekistan or Turkey or Malaysia or the Philippines or Sweden or Norway or somewhere else in the world, never apologize for your bad English because chances are I have an easier time reading your email than a lot of other emails I get. So if you start off your email and you say, hey, I'm from Sweden, then cool. I'll be able to read it. Chances are I'll be able to read it just fine. But absolutely, you are shouted out, Oscar. And Marcus, your friend, happy birthday. You are shouted out. I realize I just missed your birthday by a couple days. Uh, it is Tuesday. It was Tuesday the 8th. Today is the 10th, or when vlog day is Thursday the 10th. Um, yeah, so you are, you are both shouted out. Happy birthday, Marcus. Hope you had a great one. Hope you turned it up there in Sweden. So... Moving on, I got uh, two more shout-outs to do. Uh, so this was from a while ago. Um, uh, what is your name, lady? Uh, this email is basically for my boyfriend. Every Thursday, he wishes he could get a shout-out from you. So here's my request. I have made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I have. So this is from a girl. This is from a female. I have made the mistake of trying to talk to him during your Thursday vlog videos. He hates having to pause the video and listen to me, LOL. He religiously watches them every week. Beers and your reviews and vaping is his thing now every week. Keep doing what you're doing because he loves it. His name is Corey and he would love a shout out. Thank you so much, Leslie. Absolutely. Leslie, you are shouted out. Corey, bump it. Bump that fist right there. Yes, you are definitely shouted out. Let me just let me just give you some advice. And I know I'm not the kind of person considering everything that is happened. I'm probably not the best person to be giving relationship advice, but if you're doing anything, watching a YouTube video, playing video games, anything, looking at Reddit on your iPad, and your significant other, your wife, your girlfriend, your life partner, your boyfriend, anything, wants your attention, just pause it and give them your attention. It might take five minutes, it'll prevent a fight from happening, and whatever was there will still be there. You can just go back to it. Cool? Cool. Absolutely. Uh, Leslie, you are shouted out as well as, uh, what was your name? I forgot your name already. Corey, consider yourselves both shouted out. Last shout out of the night, a uh, fellow writes to me and says, Hey Nick, uh, my wife Lawn. Wow, that was way, way wrong. Hey Nick, me and my wife Lawn will be celebrating our 15 year anniversary on the 31st of December. It would be amazing if you could shout her out in the vlog. Shout out Lawn. I was a smoker for 20 years at two packs a day and with the encouragement from her and my 12 year old son, I am now smoke free for a year and a half using vaping. I appreciate all you do for this community and helping people like me kick this nasty habit. Oh, and me and my wife are now diving into the craft beer scene thanks to you. Go get some Modern Times beer. 
Uh, we enjoy different beers every Thursday while watching the vlog. Thanks again for what you do, Brandon. Absolutely, Brandon, you and your wife, Lon, are shouted out. In fact, my... Uh, this is too long of a story to tell. I'm just going to say my stepmom, Lon, has the same name, L-O-N, uh, which is interesting because my last name's Green. Lon Green. Ah, get it? No, it's not funny. Anyway, Lon, you are shouted out as well as uh, Brandon. Brandon and Lon, you're both shouted out. No time like the present to get into craft beer. There's so much good craft beer out there. It is ridiculous. Even though craft breweries are getting bought up left and right by big breweries. Uh, Ballast Point was just uh, purchased. Ballast Point was a local San Diego brewery, brewery for a very, very long time, and they just got bought for uh, $2 billion. That's billion with a B, B billion dollars. Um, that would be the number. That would be the number for me to sell out. You know, we always talk about if YouTube reviewers are taking money or if... Uh, you know, there's these greedy vape people and this, that, and the other. Two billion dollars. That's my that's my tipping point. Uh, if someone wanted to buy Epiclouds and uh, turn it into a pornography business, two billion dollars. That would be the price. If someone wants to buy Grim Green Industries and have me do nothing but review your Sigalikes and uh, and say that they're really, really good. $2 billion. That is my price. I will not accept a penny less. Oh, okay. One last. Well, let's do one last shout out. Okay, let's just do. Let's just do one last shout out. This time we're back in September. Uh, Alan wrote to me and says, "Hi, Nick. My name is Alan. I Alan. I've been vaping for four months now, and uh, one of my best friends, oh, recently committed suicide. Uh, thanks to vaping and the great friends I met through vaping, I got through it." Absolutely you did. I really wanted to thank them for being there for me and keeping my head up. Their names are Russell, shout it out. Anthony, shout it out. Sarah, shout it out. Oscar, you are shouted out. And Angela, definitely shout it out. And all the other locals from Vape It Up in Ohio. I want you to shout out yourself for giving me some laughs as well. Keep doing what you do. Your friend, Alan, a.k.a. Bob the Coil Builder. Alan, I can't imagine uh, what's that, what, I mean, I can't imagine what that's like. I have had, uh, I have lost uh, friends that I've grown up with and friends from high school and friends from middle school uh, to various things, this, that, and the other. And, uh, it, it's horrible. It's just one of those things that you never really, I don't think you really ever truly get over the loss of someone. I think uh, as long as you can remember them uh, as they were in, in a fond way, then then that's, that's good for the process. Uh, and I'm not telling anybody how to mourn because you should always, always mourn in your own way. But it sounds like, uh, sounds like you had a lot of help. Russell, Anthony, Sarah, Oscar, and Angela from Ohio. Vape it up in Ohio. You are all shouted out. So that wraps up, uh, that wraps up the first, first, what? What? That wraps up the shout out segment. What I want to do now is uh, I want to get into some of these first impressions here. Bet you thought the video was frozen. No, it's not. 
Alright, so the first first impression, I'm actually uh, still replacing the batteries in. So this is a dual parallel unregulated box mod from Emperor Vapiest. If you remember, they did the Castigador, they did uh, the Lipton RDA, which I still, ugh, I still have to do review for that. This is their newest dual parallel unregulated box. And it's a little bit weird. I feel like this should have come before the Castigador, but you put the batteries in parallel, so both positives going up, and then you have to screw on these little golden discs. And there's no flathead screwdriver thing in the bottom. There's just a tab, and you have to do it with your hands. Every time you wanna change the batteries, you have to take them out with your fingers, and then screw them all back in with your fingers, which makes changing the battery kind of a pain in the ass. And then when they're in, uh, they don't line up on the bottom, but bah, bah, pfft, I don't care, that's just a thing. Now, this is a fully mechanical box, a lot like the Castigador, and it's got a button on top, a really round button that is really, really hard to press. And it doesn't press in evenly, it presses in like at all weird angles. Like if you press the side, the side will just go in. And if you press the other side, that side will just go in. And if you press it in the middle, it kind of goes in, you like these motions? Kind of goes in weird and unevenly. But once you get the button pressed in, it actually hits pretty, uh, pretty hard. This is a uh, dual fuse Clapton on here. This is like, I don't even know what this is. This is made of Canthal and Anarchist wire and there's a Clapton in there and it's a bunch of turns. Uh, it's 0.13. That, that's, that's what matters. It's 0.13 on a dual parallel fully mechanical box and it has this weird sort of tribal up here. In fact, Emperor Vapiest is so bad on the internet. All I can find is their Twitter. That's all I can find. Other people sell the Castigadors, but they themselves do not have a website. Additionally, they don't even have a Facebook. All I can find from them is their Twitter page. And they have one tweet and 19 followers that says their one tweet posted January 22nd this year says, enjoy vaping everyone. <laughs> That's it. There's no like link to a website or link to a wholesale site or link to anything. They are the worst online. So what I'm going to do is link in the description to a Google search for them. Comes up, up comes uh, the EVE RDA, uh, the Castigador box. Oh, this is the trait. Wait, I might have discovered something. Oh no, this is not. Nope, sorry. I thought it was it. I don't even know the name of this box. Now, one thing about this box that I find aesthetically unappealing are these three shimmering diamonds right here. To me, that is really unappealing. I really, really dislike the way that looks, but it's interestingly shaped. It's flat on one side, rounded on the other, so you can put that into your palm, hit the button with your finger right there. It hits nice and hard. It's, it's just aesthetically unappealing. It does, man. It does hit nice and hard. This is a RYM. I've got it filled up in the old uh, Easy Dripper, which has just been, I mean, just one of the best ways. One of, not, no, it's the best way to drip. Forget about it. Hitting good, hitting nice and hard. It looks to be 
23 millimeters around as this 22 millimeter atomizer has a slight lip around the whole thing. I wish, I wish there was a way to just go to the Emperor Vapist website or even like their Instagram account or even pardon me, even like their Twitter account, if it had some information on it, as it stands, I have literally zero information about this. I don't know the name of the mod. It just showed up one day. I don't know what it's made out of. It appears to be aluminum. This is an aluminum box. <coughs> pardon me. It's an aluminum box. It's got gold on the bottom. I don't know what the contacts are made out of. Uh, I believe it does not have a spring-loaded 510, but it has a floating 510 pin in there, much like the Castigador did. It's fine. I mean, it's a, it's a good vape. I've been enjoying using it. I just don't know the name of it. I'm just not a fan of the button. Additionally, these three glittery gem rhinestones in there. Ugh. Eh. That, that to me, is visually unappealing. If I saw a picture of this mod, I'd go, wow. I will never buy that because of those rhinestones. I just, it looks cheap. It looks dumb to me. It doesn't look fancy. It just looks cheap. It might be appealing to some people. I don't know. Maybe it's appealing to you. Really not, not, not appealing to me. But it's hitting nice and hard. Like all my first impressions, I am going to need to spend way more time with this. I desperately want to get in there and take this all apart and see how that button works. Like, that's the first thing I thought when I got it. Um, easy dripper. I just dripped. That's it. That's all there is to dripping. Did you just drip? No, because I just dripped. Uh, like I said, all my first impressions. I need to spend way, way more time with them before I feel comfortable talking about them. But this is the mystery box from Emperor Vapies. Don't seem to have any social media or websites whatsoever. Even the link in their email to their Facebook, the Facebook is closed. The Facebook is not available. And I told them, and they didn't reply at all. I said, you know your Facebook is down. And they said, here's your tracking. I was like, okay, well, fuck it then. Who cares? Who needs information about your company? Why would, why would somebody want information about your company? Ridiculous. So moving on to another first impressions. This is a tank. So this is a tank from Imeo, from GG, from Greece. Now, Imeo has been around in the vaping world longer than me, I think. He's been around at least as long as me, at least since 2009 is when I first saw the first GG products come out. There were mech mods that had like pinky style switches, like the Atom or the, what was the other ones? The, 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 the Congestus or the Vapor Giant. They're like tubes with that pinky switch. That's what he used to do. They were the first high-end mods. These were like, back in the day, they were like, 300 bucks and you're like holy shit $300 for this mech mod it was I mean it was unreasonable he's been in the game uh, about a year ago was it a little over a year ago no I think it was about a year ago he did the tile mahos the tile mahos tank I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly tile mahos tank it's kind of like the k-fun this this is his newest creation that goes inside the Tilema host tank, and it's called the Spring O Miser. And if you go to the website, it's really, really weird. If you go to the website, it shows you the Spring O Miser coil head, and there's pre coiled stainless steel coils that you basically just put on a rod 
and place in there. And then that's it. Your coil is built. And you wick it and you screw it all together and then you vape it. I was having serious, and see there's still juice at the top of this tank that won't come down. I was having some uh, pretty serious wicking issues with this tank. I could not, 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 not get it to wick at all. In fact, I messaged Basil Ray on Facebook and I was like, you got one of these springomizers, right? He's like, yeah, I can't wick it right. I was like, shit, that's what I was going to ask you was about the wicking. So Emio finally got back to me and the advice he gave me was to open up the juice flow all the way as open as it will possibly go. And then it'll wick correctly. If you don't do that, it won't wick correctly. Which is weird, I guess. When you look at the deck, look at it. And you'll see that it's threaded all the way around. So you just wick it through the middle, kind of like, uh, I don't know, kind of like nothing, I guess. And you screw the top on. I have this wicked with uh, organic cotton. This is his built spring springomizer in here. And I'm assuming you might have to buy replacement springs. He calls them springs, but it's the coils. And they're stainless steel, so it's temperature control. I have this set to 440 degrees. It's a 0.66 ohm coil, uh, 75 watts on the Evic Mini VT. Let's vape it. Now, stainless steel is the only material besides nickel. Okay, so, okay, I'm not, I'm not saying this correctly. Nickel gives me a weird flavor. It tastes like metal. Stainless steel gives me a weird flavor that tastes like metal, at least when it's starting to go dry. When it's nice and saturated, I don't get a weird flavor, but as soon as it starts going dry, metal flavor up the wazoo. This doesn't have a ton of airflow. It's not quite mouth to lung, but it's not quite lung. It's closer to lung than it is to mouth to lung. You could still mouth to lung it. I would do this. I would, I would use this personally as a lung inhale device. Seems to be keeping up with the wicking. Uh, I've waked, I've vaped through basically this whole tank so far and it's been okay. It's just really weird. Uh, the GG stuff lately, especially from Emeo, has been little tiny intricate parts like little itty bitty screws and little tiny threads and little itty bitty parts where, you know, I'm used to like the dot mod where it's just everything's big. The screws are big. The deck is big. The post holes are big. The airflow is big. The top cap is big. Everything's big and good sized. And then this, which is the same size as the dot mod, is tiny. And all the threads are really, really small. And everything's really tiny and comes with a little drip tip and little everything and little, little, little. Everything's little. So it's a little bit, little bit, uh, you see what I did there? It's a little bit fiddly, but it's actually a pretty decent vape. The flavor, when the, when the wicks are wet, the flavor is really, really good. But that hit right there, that second hit, I could tell it was getting a little bit dry. It tasted of metal. 
Don't know if I'm a huge fan of stainless steel. I think as it stands, titanium is still my favorite temperature control wire. Ugh, I don't know. But like all my first impressions, I always say this. I need to spend way more time with this spring ohmizer. I need to throw new coils in there. I need to wick it. I need to figure out a faster way to fill this tank. As it stands, I have to, you turn the drip tip and that screws the chimney down, way down all the way down to the bottom. And then you hold the tank and unscrew this top part. And then you have a slightly open-ish chamber there to fill up with juice. And I'm gonna take my glass dripper bottle. This is, this is filled with Yig as well. I put Yig in a lot of stuff. Fill it up. Oh yeah. Wow, one syringe full filled this tank. Do you see that? A single syringe filled this tank. Which leads me to believe that this tank is a very, very, very low capacity. You're going to be filling this tank all day. You're going to be filling this tank freaking eight times a day, eight times an hour, eight times a day. Open that juice flow all the way up. And now, shit, now it's a full tank. Now it's good. It's actually really easy to fill. You're just going to be doing it a lot because one syringe filled this tank. I don't know. I'm going to spend more time with that uh, as, you know, time goes on, this, that, and the other. But, uh, yeah, the new spring ohmizer from GG. All right, got a couple more first impressions. The last thing, second to last thing I want to talk about is this thing. Now, this is the Boxer mod, B-O-X-E-R. And it is a kind of like a tube mod, kind of like a box mod. It's actually a really unique sized box. Do you see the size of this? It's got a big button on the front that is indented, really nice to press. It's got wattage up and down, and it has what looks like a DNA 200 screen on there, is not a DNA 200 screen at all. You do one, two, three clicks, you can go back and forth between watt mode, temperature, nickel, watt mode, mech mode, temperature, temperature, watt mode, mech mode, temperature, temperature, leave it on watt mode. Battery indicator looks a lot like the DNA 200, but is not, again, the DNA 200. And I had this topped off with their tank as well, which is called the Medusa tank. And guess what? It's another freaking sub-ohm tank. Now, this is kind of more along the lines of the Aspire Triton tank. Uh, top fill, all you do is take off the drip tip. You twist this to drippy fill mode, and you bleh, you fill your juice in there, you flip it back to vaping mode. It looks like a snake, but it's actually vapor. And then you put your drip tip back on there. You can only use this drip tip with this tank. As it stands, I have not found a drip tip that fits in there, and I've gone through like my whole drip tip collection. This drip tip has additional airflow, which when open, creates a very, very airy vape. This is a 0.56 ohm coil, 60.5 watts. Very, very airy vape. Very airy. Turn those airflow holes off on the drip tip and you get a much tighter, like, okay, Everybody's going to disagree with me on this one. You get a tighter crown style airflow. It's much, much tighter. Denser vapor, warmer vapor, much more flavor. And then when you want to turn your flavor off, you open those top airflow holes, your flavor will go and you'll be able to just breathe freely and get tons of big clouds.
vape capital. Overall, I've been enjoying this. It does take two 18650s, believe it or not. This is a really, really small double 18650. It's basically the size of like an EVIC and a half. EVIC and a half. EVIC VT Mini and a half. And it uses double 18650s. The back comes off. Two 18650s on the inside. Now, this door... Sorry, door is not amazing. The door is super, super weak. I can just, I mean, it, ugh, it's almost like like Smoke Tech X Cube 2 status. They really, really need to fix this door. Stronger magnets, I don't care. It doesn't need to slide. Just make it lock on there. Give me a little tab on the bottom so that I can lift it off like I just did. Much, much better. Door is nothing to write home about. It says Boxer on the side there. Big old button on the front. I just love that button. Tank, yep, it's another sub-ohm tank, which means that I'm going to be doing another sub-ohm tank review in the future, so it's going to vape with clouds and horrible flavor and have juice on the inside. That's basically a review for every sub-ohm tank. I've actually been enjoying this mod uh, quite a bit. I love the, the way it feels. I like the size of it, and I love that it runs on double 18650, and I love that big button. Now don't go searching on Google for Boxer Box Mod because there is another Boxer Box Mod. Let's search. There is another Boxer Box Mod that is 150 watts. It uses the SX350J tip, J chip, and it's a temperature control mod. This does not use the SX. This is not 150 watts. This is 80 watts maximum. But with that double 18650, man, you're going to get so much battery life. Now this... This mod, this other boxer mod with the 150 watt SX350J chip is $274. This boxer 80 watt box mod is not, doesn't have a price on it. It does not have a price on it. It's from Hugo Vapor and it doesn't have a price on it. But they sent me the black one. It comes in so many cool colors. Why did I get a black one? It comes in gray, Tiffany blue, pink, white, neon, yellow, green, and orange. Ugh. White would have been cool, but I've been having issues with white mods lately. I guess the black. I guess the black. I guess the black is cool. No big deal. It comes in seven colors. And uh, I'm going to link in the description to Hugo Vapor where this came from. But if you can Google through around and find out the price on it, I can't imagine it's over 100 bucks for this. Can't imagine. Can't imagine that it's over 100 bucks. The kit comes with the sub-ohm tank. And you can buy this sub-ohm tank separately, which is pretty cool. I mean, it comes... An 80 watt box mod, dual 18650 temperature control with a sub ohm tank for under 100 bucks. If it's under 100 bucks, I think that would be a, I think that would be a screaming deal. But uh, yeah, I don't know where this is being sold. Hugo Vapor, Hugo Vapor makes these. But yeah, like with all my first impressions, I'm gonna need to spend way more time with this. But so far, apart from this janky door, so far I've really been enjoying this mod. All right, so these last two first impressions are products I have literally not even tried yet. One is the iStick Basic. 
Look at that little thing. Now, I thought E-Leaf was going down the road of, like, you know, the Anybox or, like, the Joytech, what's that thing called? The small OLED gripper thing with the tank on the inside. I thought they were going on the tank on the inside route. But, turns out that this is an actual tank that you can take out. But what's magical about this is it's held in by fucking magnets. You just pull it, and that's it. It's magnetic. This is magnetic, and you just drop it in, and it magnetizes itself to the inside. And better yet, better yet, this comes off. The magnetic attachment. Whoops, whoops. Okay, no, Nick, don't take the whole tank apart. The magnetic attachment comes off, and it has a 510 connection, so if you have, like, another skinny tank that you really like using, you can screw it onto this magnetic attachment, and just drop it in your iStick Basic and go! Just vape! And I haven't filled this up. I don't know if the battery's charged. Okay, I don't know. Let's just fill this up. I'm going to fill this up right now. Uh, I've got some Lab Rat liquids here. Baked banana. This is a Max VG juice. So I'm interested to see how it does with these smaller-ish juice flow holes. I guess I'm going to try to put a drop couple drops on the inside of the coil head and they just suck in there kind of like the old uh, cartomizers used to do. Did you ever fill up cartomizers? Yeah, this is what they used to do. Just sucking the juice in. Okay, that's good. Uh, I'm gonna fill up this tank now. This tank can't be more than like two and a half, maybe three mils. No, it's got to be like a two mil tank right here. This would be perfectly allowed under the uh, TPD in the Europe uh, two mil tank, no big deal. You couldn't use a thirty mil bottle, but you could use a two mil tank. So what I'm going to do is screw this down. I'm going to shut off the airflow, and I'm going to give it a couple dry toots just to kind of get that juice flowing in there. I feel like that should be okay now. Okay, I don't know. I'm just going to load this in here. I'm going to press the button, and I'm going to hope that it vapes, and it does vape now. The airflow is really tight. It's not, I don't believe, for a lung hit, I believe this is like a mouth-to-lung vape. Definitely. Definitely mouth-to-lung. It's an airy mouth-to-lung, though. I bet I could lung this. You can kind of lung this. Really bizarre airflow, man. Uh, it comes in from the side. There's no airflow on the bottom like the Anybox. It comes in from the side, from these little windows right there. And the airflow is on the side of the tank. So let me line those up with the side. Maybe that'll improve the airflow. You can kind of lung it. You kind of can't lung it. It's. Uh, I feel like this is definitely a mouth-to-lung vape. In fact, I'm just going to turn down the airflow a little bit about halfway, and I'm going to mouth-to-lung it. Yeah, that feels like a K-Fon, man. Kind of cool, man. I stick basic. Now, if we head over to the E-Leaf website, uh, these are 39 bucks. Buy one for a smoker in your life. These are great. What I plan on doing soon, uh, including this and including the Inokin Endura and including a couple other things I got, I'm going to do a New Year's video 
for all of the new smokers that are looking to become vapors, for kits that are great for smokers, both of these are going to be included in that. The iStick Basic and the Inokin Endura, they're both mouth-to-lung vapes, and they're both really, really much more targeted to smokers. Oops, pardon me. Hiccups. Much more targeted to smokers than to uh, than to vapors. I don't know why I'm using the Inokin Endura right now. I just I actually really like that. Nice, nice. The tank does rattle back and forth just a touch. Just a touch. I can I can feel it wiggling, but. It's so basic. It's just magnetic. And you unscrew the base. I mean, I guess, yeah, it's a bottom fill. And I already vaped some of this juice. I can fill this up. I bet that's just the juice that went into the coil head. Let me top off this tank here. Couldn't be easier. Screw this back down. Close off that airflow. Yeah, just, oh, magnetic. That's the best part. That is the best part. For the 30 bucks, this is worth the price of admission. You just take your tank and you just drop it in there and then that's it. It's a part of the mod now. Seems to be holding up with that Max VG juice. There's no wattage adjustments. There's no temperature adjustments or anything on here. This is a very, very basic device. Like with all my first impressions, I'm going to need to spend a little bit more time with this before I feel comfortable actually speaking to it. And now, now, lastly... Ah, lastly this. So this just arrived, and this is the new tank from Vapeston. Now they did the Magnus and the Magnus NI. This is the Ceramicus, which is a just, just the worst name ever for a tank. Now, I remember when Joy Tech, was it Joy Tech that possibly had a ceramic type of material in their coil heads and everybody freaked out and went bananas and was like what ceramic that's so bad for you fibers and particles in your lungs and this that and the other well vapeston has released the ceramicus tank and as you can imagine by the name the coil heads have no cotton in them they are pure ceramic coil heads the way i understood it from the video was that it's they build the coil and then they encase it in ceramic. And the juice flow holes on the sides of the tank are basically non-existent. They are the tiniest, tiniest little pinhole juice flow holes I have ever seen. The center is nice and wide. The airflow on the bottom is nice and open. I have not used this. I have not filled it up. Uh, that's what I'm going to do now. That is what I'm going to do right now in my first impressions. Now, I'm going to post a link in the description to Vapeston. Let's click over to their products. We'll look at the Ceramicus 20 to 160 watts food grade ceramic coils. Food grade ceramic coils. Food grade ceramic coils. They really want you to know that it's food grade ceramic coils. The Ceramicus by Vapeton is a revolutionary generation in sub-ohm tanks using Vapeton exclusive food grade ceramic coil or FGCC technology. The Ceramicus supports 20 to 100 variable wattage devices with extremely pure flavor and cool vapor. Hmm. It's clean, durable, and easy to use. The FC 
FGCC coil can last three to five times longer compared to regular sub-ohm coils. Its uniqueness is not limited to the FGCC coil, but also the easiest refill from drip tip vapor cooling system anti-spurting design e-liquid condensation recovery function. Whoa, that's a mouthful. Easiest refill from drip tip vapor cooling system anti-spurting design e-liquid consolidate recovery function. In the meantime, RBA coil is included so you can enjoy the diversifications of this tank conveniently. Vape clean. Ceramicus. So what I'm going to do, I want to evaluate. This is some uh, Alice from Lane Cove Vapor. What I want to do is, it looks like there's cotton in here. It looks like cotton. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It looks a lot like cotton in here. And it's absorbent. It's absorbing like cotton wood. Just going to put a couple drips in here. Just right into the coil head before we fill this up. I'm going to screw this back into the tank. Now the tank does come completely apart in two pieces. So you can take it all apart, clean out your glass, put this all back together just like that. Good, good, that's good, that's good in my opinion. I'm gonna pull out the drip tip and this is how you have to refill it. So now it's uh, open and now it's closed. The area that they give you in here to fill up is really, really tiny. There it goes. Really, fuck, fuck. I don't have the base in. Why did I start filling that up without a base? Why didn't anybody stop me? Whew, that could have been bad. Oh, that could have been bad. I could have gone down like Kesha. That could have been really bad. Okay, so let's open this back up. No, now it's closed. Now it's open. So the half moon symbol is open. Uh, let's try to fill this up, I guess. I can't believe I started filling that up without the base on. What am I doing? Who, who's, that is, that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Now, the, like I said, the space they give you in here to fill this up in the top is really, really narrow. And if you look downward into this tank, oh, come on, just fill up. If you look downward into this tank, you see like three baffles. Uh, that kind of come up in the center and crisscross each other. This is going to be nearly impossible to get a picture of, but I feel like I overfilled this. I really feel like I overfilled this. Okay, I'm going to attach this onto my Rillo, the original DNA 200 Rillo. So I started with the wattage really, really low. I set it down to like 30 watts. I started vaping it. I was getting a little bit of vapor. Like, okay. So, I apologize. The reason I'm backtracking right now is because my camera turned off mid-video uh, because I didn't notice. It just turned off uh, battery life and whatnot. Anyway, so the v this Max VG Juice seems to be holding up really, really well. With that. I mean, those, air those juice flow holes are tiny. They're like pinholes. This is holding up really, really well. I chain vaped it, and it has now become... Hot. Not warm, but hot. Hot to the point where I wouldn't hold this in my hand hot. And I don't remember if these are nickel coil heads or not. So I set it, I locked my ohms at 0.33. I have it set to 60 watts and I have it set to 400 degrees. 
just to be on the safe side. I don't want to vape nickel coil heads on a non-temperature control device. So, like I said, 60 watts, 0.33 ohms, 400 degrees. The vape, they say on the website, it creates a cooler vape. This is a really, really warm vape. The flavor is excellent. Now, I don't know <laughs> anything about ceramic. I know that I have plates made out of it, and that's about it. Don't they use it on the space shuttle when it's coming in for re-entry? I obviously don't know much about ceramics. These coil heads are ceramic. This is the Ceramicus tank, and the performance is great. The flavor is great. Filling it is difficult, and the tank gets so damn warm. I mean, after like five or six toots, it, it's the tank itself, the glass, the base, and the tip are all hot, 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 hot. I want to see if I can get a different drip tip in here. I want a Delrin drip tip for this tank. I don't want to use a stainless steel drip tip on this tank. Maybe the dot mods will fit in here. Nope. Oh, it's a really tight fit. I don't know if I trust it. Let's throw a zombie green dot mod in here. Sure. How about that? How about a zombie green dot mod drip tip on there? Get no spit back whatsoever. This Alice is a delicious juice and it tastes exactly like I remember it. Really good flavor. Really nice open swooshy airflow. With the exception of this getting so hot, I'd be like, right now, I would say, this is a fucking awesome tank. I have to apologize to my dad. Dad, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the obscenities. My dad uh, emailed me recently, and he said, hey, Nick, I'm a big fan, longtime watcher. Anyway, my dad's awesome. Uh, I love him uh, mo more than most any human on earth, uh, and... He was watching my vlog, and he noticed that I was using a lot of obscenities, and I said, ah, yeah, I have no excuse. Sometimes I just need to use obscenities. It sounds cool. Like, I need, it doesn't sound cool like I'm trying to be cool. Like, it makes a point. Like, it makes a fucking point. And so, he's like, well, if you have to use them, make sure that it's warranted, and that kind of really got me thinking. I'm like, you know, struggling internally with this. I'm like, wow, maybe, maybe my dad's right. Maybe, maybe I'm just frivolously throwing obscenities around. I can't help it. I like it. I use a lot of obscenities and I'm trying to cut back. Dad, I apologize. Right now, if I were to review this tank, I would say this is a fucking awesome tank. Ah, it just gets so goddamn hot just gets so freaking hot it's difficult to fill and i don't know about the safety of ceramics using ceramics in a coil head seems like sketchy territory all i know is that it's wicking amazingly somehow even through those little pinholes and the flavor and vapor that i'm getting is awesome i need to double check if this is a nickel coil head or not right now i have it set to 400 degrees 0.33 ohms locked in the ohms have it set to 60 watts and i'm i'm really enjoying this Pardon me. Anyway, moving on from that, I think that uh, I think that about wraps up the last of my first impressions: the Springomizer, the Emperor Vapies, the iStick Simple, and now 
the Magnus Ceramicus. No, it's not the Magnus, sorry. The Vapestin Ceramicus. I'll have a link to it in the description if you're so interested. And it's funny, I got an email recently from someone who was like a sort of a grammar Nazi. And I like good grammar. And so I try not to use poor grammar, I guess, except for some obscenities here and there. And he was saying that I always say, me, I always say, if you're so interested, and he said, that's not correct. You should say, if you're interested. So, if you're interested, I'll have links down in the description to the Vapistin Ceramicus tank. Obviously, yes, like all my first impressions, much, much more time is needed with this. Uh, this is a really great vape, though. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Right now, this is a really great vape. Really, really enjoying it. Really, really enjoying it. Thank you, Ruby Roo, for that Alice juice. That is just effing delicious. So that kind of wraps up the first impressions. Uh, what I want to do now before we sign off is Retro Vape. So what I have to retrovape this week is a mech mod, and it's kind of building off what I did for retrovaping last week. It's a mech mod that I used to really, really love, and I want to see how it's held up over time. And this is one of those, you know, late 2013-something-ish high-end tube mech mod from the Philippines. This is the Sentinel version 4. Now, I reviewed the original Sentinel by Grand Vapor, and I'll post a link to that original review in the description to this video, as well as I reviewed this Sentinel version 4 in a vlog. There was that brief period of time in 2014 where I was only doing vlogs. I had become so busy with work at Starbucks so busy with Namber Juice and so busy with Grim Green that I decided I was going to only vlog once a week. And that's when everything was included. All the beer, all the music, all the retro vaping, no retro vaping, all of the reviews, all of the first impressions. It was all in one video a week. And people didn't like that so much. But the only place you'll, you'll watch my original review of this, if you're so interested, is on my original 5814 uh Vape vlog, Sentinel V4 Segeli 20 watt. Segeli 20 watt. A year ago, we were vaping at a maximum of 20 watts. 5814, we had a maximum of 20 watts. Anyway, this is the Sentinel version 4 by Grand Vapor. And I used to really like this mech mod. I used to really like this mech mod a lot. Um, unfortunately, it does use that uh, sort of obnoxious, you know, double pin in the top, but it's telescoping, so you don't really need to utilize that pin. You can adjust for battery rattle by using the telescoping feature of this. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to grab a good battery. Let's grab a Samsung 25R. Everybody who should be buying batteries, just buy Samsung 25Rs. That's what you should be buying. Don't buy anything else. Just buy Samsung 25Rs. That will answer at least 50 emails for me right now. Then I want to. I need to get an atomizer. What atomizer should I put on here? Let's go back to the Boss Hog RDA, the same one I used last week, and I'll definitely need some juice. So I'm going to screw this down on here. Eventually, what up, Boss Hog? What are you? Why are you sucking so much? Oh, it's because of the 510 pin. It's because I fucked up the 510 pin. 
Sorry, it's not the Boss Hog's fault. It's my fault. It's the 510 pin. The 510 pin is a floating 510, and I pushed it up too much. Okay, so you screw your atomizer to the top cap, and you give it a press on your desk just to make sure that it's pushed up nice and flush. Then you screw that top cap to your mod. You untelescope your mod as far as it will go. You screw that top cap on. Then you twist it kind of like the sage, kind of like, or kind of like the beacon, till it's all nice and snug, just like that. It has a locking feature on the bottom, so you can lock it and set it down with no worries. You can unlock it and use it. Let's see how well it hits. Uh, let's put some juice on here first. Did you hear that popping sound? That was kind of amazing. Uh, let's make sure that there's some juice on here first. I'm using Southern Traditions Apple Pie Moonshine, which I actually really like, but Dwayne, Omboyosi, hates. I picked up this juice at the Vapor Dynasty Expo in Phoenix, Arizona, and I vaped it all night long when we were at that Irish pub, and Dwayne just kept telling me that it tasted like Christmas. And it does. It does taste like Christmas, which is why I'm vaping it now. So... Sentinel V4 Hemo high-end mech mod with the Boss Hog RDA. This is the dual 8-wrap parallel 24-gauge build that I like to do for tube mechs. Dot mod atomizer on top, Southern Tradition juice in the RDA. Let's vape it. Still hitting nice. Still hitting nice. Thank you, Sentinel. Thank you for not letting me down. Thank you for re-backing re up what I said earlier. I really like this mech mod. Now, it doesn't seem to be hitting as hard. Kind of like the old, uh, you know, what did I do last week? The shotgun mech mod. It's not quitting, hitting quite as hard as some of the mech mods that are currently out now. Additionally, my button is warm. Getting a hot button with this. Very hot button. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I wonder what could be causing that. Let's try to adjust this. Nope. It's just giving me a hot button for no reason in particular. That is a it was that was a really hot button. Uh and that's not generally due to your build or your battery. It's due to the mod itself. If there's a crooked connection or your spring in there or your magnets in there or just the way that it's hitting um, Sometimes you'll get a hot button issue very rarely uh, on that Satan sub ohms rig v2 I occasionally get like a slight hot button All you have to do is press in the button and twist it a little bit and that kind of recenters your spring hot button issue goes away So this is giving me a serious hot button doesn't hit as hard and man that button is hot that button is hot it could be because of the build I wonder if that's because of the build I have no idea all I know is that button is hot and it's not hitting very well I wonder what resistance I used before with this I would really be interested the Sentinel 4 version 4 review starts at 3327 into the vlog and I don't have time to watch it right now but I believe I was probably a year ago using a much much higher resistance build let's try that let's try a higher resistance build let's try my team single coil Jabo indestructible atomizer on here and see how that does I bet you the hot button issue will go away, and I bet you it's not going to be super 
super hitting very hard. Oh, I can, I can hear it. I can hear it going. So let's prepare to take a really, really long drag. Yes! That is a .5 ohm build on a single 18652 mech mod. Hot button issue has gone away and the vapor now is really, really cool and really, really mellow and you have to take a really, really long drag and the coils are nice and wet. I'm drooling now. Still getting a warm button. It's not hot, but it is still getting warm as I press it. Sorry, Sentinel V4. That's a bummer. Nobody go buy this. Nobody buy the Sentinel V4. Not that it was really on anybody's wish list, but uh, don't go buy it. One thing about the Sentinel V4 is the threads are all just beautiful. This thread on the locking ring feels like it's on ball bearings. Like I said about the Manhattan version too. Threads are all really, really, really nice. And I've got this tightened down, so man, I wonder why there's a hot button issue happening with a 0.5 ohm coil. But plenty of clouds, bro. All right, I'm gonna wrap this up. I don't wanna vape this anymore. <laughs> Sorry, Sentinel. Sorry, Sentinel V4. But this indestructible is going back on my noisy cricket where it belongs. Oh, yeah. Just a world of difference. Just a world of difference. Yeah. Retro vaping. Sentinel V4. It's only a year old. It's only a little over a year old. But this is going to go back into my Smithsonian collection of vape devices. And uh, there it shall sit until it is needed again when I do retro vaping in another two years. Maybe we'll come back to the, uh, to the little Sentinel V4. Look at that. Now you can put a little 18350 in there. No big deal. All right, I'm going to wrap up this vlog, but I can't wrap it up without doing my last segment. Well, all right, all right, all right. Let's get to this last segment of the week. This is my favorite comment of the week. That was my Matthew McConaughey impression, in case anybody was wondering. Favorite comment of the week. The first one, <laughs> I blocked out this guy's name just because uh, I don't really want to give him credit because he was kind of a dick, but he left this on the Vapor Giant video, which is just suddenly a really popular video, even though it's probably the worst video I've ever done, it suddenly has become really, really popular, and it's just a treasure trove of horrible, horrible, idiotic comments. But anyway, this guy with a parakeet as his avatar says, Honestly, if you're going to smoke something, smoke weed. Vaping is for faggots who either can't afford weed or are just too afraid. I do none because either one you do still makes you look like a faggot just cutting their lives short one smoke at a time. <laughs> what? What? He starts off, and look, I'm not trying to find the logic here in a trolling comment, but he says first, if you're going to smoke something, smoke weed, right? Vaping is for faggots. If you're going to smoke something, smoke weed. But then he says, well, I don't do either because they both make you look like a faggot. Ha! That's, that's a ridiculous statement that makes no sense. That's like saying, if you're going to drive a car, drive a Honda. 
but I would never drive a Honda because you look like a faggot driving a Honda. Like, that makes no sense. You're just an idiot. I want you to not have any friends for the rest of your life. Comment of the week number two. Um, this is comes from um, Undefined Satanist. Um, and this was also left on the Vapor Giant uh, video, which is where most of these, I think, are going to be coming from in the future. Uh, it says... And when you're not vaping, you can use it to pound your ass. Shameful. Everybody on that freaking video makes comments about how it looks like a dildo, or how it looks like a dick, or you can use it to pound your ass, or you can use it to put it in your girlfriend's pee hole. I don't know why that's where everybody's mind goes to when they see the Vapor Giant video, but everyone comes out of it sexual. No one says, no one's a nerd like me and goes, oh, well, that looks like the alien ship from Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. <laughs> Nobody says that. Everyone says, and when you're not vaping, you can use it to pound your ass. There was another comment recently that I didn't get a screen capture of, but says that uh, he asked, um, do you think you could use this as a dildo? And I said, my reply to him was, you can use anything as a dildo if you're brave enough. So yeah, comments of the week, good times. Just idiot people being idiots and deciding to spread their idiocy around in my comment section of the YouTube videos. But that's what I got. I'm going to wrap this vlog up. I will have all of my crucial links down below, as well as basically everything we talked about, as well as advocacy stuff, as well as my Monday Double features, as well as all my social media and the Namber Juice page. Um, that's what I got. That's what I got for today. And hope you enjoyed it. I got a lot of mech mods, atomizers, tanks, and regulated mods coming up because that's what vaping is. Thank you so much for joining me, everybody. And what am I going to grab? I'm going to grab this because it's right here. Crazy 8 box mod, Solstice RDA, mint chip, chocolate chip, ice cream from Striker Liquids. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. And as always, yes, let's keep on vaping.